Chapter Two of the Backwash of War by Ellen Newbold Lamont. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Two: La Patrie Reconnaissante. They brought him to the Poste de Secours just behind the lines and laid the stretcher down gently. After which the bearers stretched and restretched their stiffened arms, numb with his weight for he was a big man of forty not one of the light striplings of the young classes of this year or last the wounded man opened his eyes flashing black eyes that roved about restlessly for a moment and then rested vindictively first on one then on the other of the two brancardiers sale ambusque dirty cowards he cried angrily how long is it since i have been wounded ten hours for ten hours have i laid there waiting for you and then you come to fetch me only when it is safe safe for you safe to risk your precious filthy skins safe to come where i have stood for months safe to come where for ten hours i have laid my belly opened by a german shell safe safe how brave you are when night has fallen when it is dark when it is safe to come for me ten hours late he closed his eyes jerked up his knees and clasped both dirty hands over his abdomen from waist to knees the old blue trousers were soaked with blood black blood stiff and wet the brancardiers looked at each other and shook their heads one shrugged a shoulder again the flashing eyes of the man on the stretcher opened Salaire he shouted again. How long have you been engaged in this work of mercy? For twelve months since the beginning of the war, and for twelve months since the beginning of the war, I have stood in the first line trenches. Think of it, twelve months, and for twelve months you have come for us when it was safe. How much younger are you than I? Ten years, both of you? Ten years? Fifteen years? Or even more? nom de dieu to have influence influence the flaming eyes closed again and the bearers shuffled off lighting cheap cigarettes then the surgeon came impatiently ah a grand blesse to be hastened to the rear at once the surgeon tried to unbutton the soaking trousers but the man gave a scream of pain for the sake of god cut them monsieur le meilleur cut them do not economize they are worn out in the service of the country they are torn and bloody they can serve no one after me ah the little economies the little false economies cut them monsieur le mayor an assistant with heavy blunt scissors half cut half tore the trousers from the man in agony clots of black blood rolled from the wound then a stream bright and scarlet which was stopped by a handful of white gauze retained by tightly wrapped bands the surgeon raised himself from the task mon pauvre vieux he murmured tenderly once more and into the supine leg he shot a stream of morphia two ambulance men came in americans in khaki ruddy well-fed careless they lifted the stretcher quickly and skilfully marius opened his angry eyes and fixed them furiously sale étranger he screamed what are you here for to see me with my bowels running on the ground did you come for me ten hours ago when i needed you my head in mud my blood warm under me 
oh, not you there was danger then you only come for me when it is safe they shoved him into the ambulance buckling down the brown canvas curtains by the light of a lantern one cranked the motor then both clambered to the seat in front laughing they drove swiftly but carefully through the darkness carrying no lights inside the man continued his imprecations but they could not hear him strangers sightseers he sobbed in misery driving a motor when it is i who should drive the motor have i not conducted a paris taxi for these past ten years do i not know how to drive to manage an engine what are they here for france no only themselves to write a book to say what they have done when it was safe if it was france there is the foreign legion where they would have been welcome to stand in the trenches as i have done but do they enlist ah oh, no it is not safe they take my place with the motor and come to get me when it is too late then the morphia relieving him he slept in a field hospital some ten kilometers behind the lines marius lay dying for three days he had been dying and it was disturbing to the other patients the stench of his wounds filled the air his curses filled the ward for marius knew that he was dying and that he had nothing to fear he could express himself as he chose there would be no earthly court-martial for him he was answerable to a higher court so marius gave forth freely to the ward his philosophy of life his hard bare ugly life as he had lived it and his comments on la patrie as he understood it for three days night and day he screamed in his delirium and no one paid much attention thinking it was delirium the other patients were sometimes diverted and amused sometimes exceedingly annoyed according to whether or not they were sleepy or suffering and all the while the wound in the abdomen gave forth a terrible stench filling the ward for he had gas gangrene the odour of which is abominable marius had been taken to the side of the abdominal wounds and on one side of him lay a man with a fecal fistula which smelled atrociously the man with the fistula however had got used to himself so he complained mightily of marius on the other side lay a man who had been shot through the bladder and the smell of urine was heavy in the air round about yet this man had also got used to himself and he too complained of marius and the awful smell of marius for marius had gas gangrene and gangrene is death and it was the smell of death that the others complained of two beds farther down lay a boy of twenty who had been shot through the liver also his hand had been amputated and for this reason he was to receive the croix de guerre he had performed no special act of bravery but all mutilés are given the croix de guerre for they will recover and go back to paris and in walking about the streets of paris with one leg gone or an arm gone it is good for the morale of the country that they should have a croix de guerre pinned on their breasts so one night at about eight o'clock the general arrived to confer the croix de guerre on the man two beds from marius the general was a beautiful man something like the russian grand duke he was tall and thin with beautiful slim legs encased in shining tall boots as he entered the ward emerging from the rain and darkness without he was very imposing 
a few raindrops sparkled upon the golden oak leaves of his cap for although he had driven up in a limousine he was not able to come quite up to the ward but had been obliged to traverse some fifty yards of darkness in the rain he was encircled in a sweeping black cloak which he cast off upon an empty bed and then surrounded by his glittering staff he conferred the medal upon the man two beds below marius the little ceremony was touching in its dignity and simplicity marius in his delirium watched the proceedings intently it was all over in five minutes then the general was gone his staff was gone and the ward was left to its own reflections opposite marius across the ward lay a little jurieux that is to say a soldier of the bataillon d'afrique which is the criminal regiment of france in which regiment are placed those men who would otherwise serve sentences in jail prisoners are sent to this regiment in peacetime and in time of war they fight in the trenches as do the others but with small chance of being decorated social rehabilitation is their sole reward as a rule so marius waxed forth taunting the little joyeux whose feet lay opposite his feet a yard apart my little friend he shouted so that all might hear thou canst never receive the croix de guerre as francois has received it because thou art of the bataillon d'afrique and why art thou there my friend because one night at a cafe thou didst drink more wine than was good for thee so much more than was good for thee that when an old boulevardier with much money in his pocket proposed to take thy girl from thee thou didst knock him down and give him a black eye common brawler disturber of the peace it was all due to the wine the good wine which made thee value the girl far above her worth it was the wine the wine and every time an attempt is made in this chamber to abolish drinking the good wine of france there is violent opposition opposition from whom from the old boulevardier whose money is invested in the vineyards the very man who cast covetous eyes upon thy mimi so thou goest to jail then to the bataillon d'afrique and the wine flows and thy mimi where is she only never canst thou receive the croix de guerre my friend la patrie reconnaissante sees to that marius shouted with laughter he knew himself so near death and it was good to be able to say all that was in his heart an orderly approached him one of the six young men attached as male nurses to the ward ah thou bidst me be quiet sale ambusque he taunted i will shout louder than the guns and hast thou ever heard the guns nearer than this safe point behind the lines thou art here doing woman's work caring for me nursing me and what knowledge dost thou bring to thy task thou ignorant grocer's clerk surely thou hast some powerful friend who got thee mobilized as infirmier a woman's task instead of a simple soldier like me doing his duty in the trenches marius raised himself in bed which the infirmier knew because the doctor had told him was not a right position for a man who has a wound in his stomach some thirty centimetres in length marius however was strong in his delirium so the infirmier called another to help him throw the patient upon his back soon three were called to hold the struggling man down marius resigned himself 
summon all six of you he shouted all six of you and what do you know about illness such as mine you a grocer's clerk you barber you cultivateur you driver of the boat train from paris to cherbourg you agent of the gas society of paris you driver of a paris taxi such as myself yet here you all are in your wisdom your experience to nurse me mobilized as nurses because you are friend of a friend of a deputy whilst i who know no deputy am mobilized in the first-line trenches sale ambusque sale ambusque la patrie reconnaissante he laid upon his back a little while a quiet he was very delirious and the end could not be far off his black eyebrows were contracted into a frown the eyelids closed and quivering the gray nostrils were pinched and dilated the gray lips snarling above yellow crusted teeth the restless lips twitched constantly mumbling fresh treason inaudibly upon the floor on one side lay a pile of coverlets tossed angrily from the bed while on each side the bed dangled white muscular hairy legs the toes touching the floor all the while he fumbled to unloose the abdominal dressings picking at the safety pins with weak dirty fingers the patients on each side turned their backs to him to escape the smell the smell of death a woman nurse came down the ward she was the only one and she tried to cover him with the fallen bedding marius attempted to clutch her hand to encircle her with his weak delirious amorous arms she dodged swiftly and directed an orderly to cover him with the fallen blankets marius laughed in glee a fiendish feeble shrieking laugh have nothing to do with a woman who is diseased he shouted never 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 so they gave him more morphia that he might be quiet and less indecent and not disturb the other patients and all that night he died and all the next day he died and all the night following he died for he was a very strong man and his vitality was wonderful and as he died he continued to pour out to them his experience of life his summing up of life as he had lived it and known it and the sight of the woman nurse evoked one train of thought and the sight of the men nurses evoked another and the sight of the man who had the croix de guerre evoked another and the sight of the joyeux evoked another and he told the ward all about it incessantly he was very delirious his was a filthy death he died after three days cursing and raving before he died that end of the ward smelled foully and his foul words shouted at the top of his delirious voice echoed foully everyone was glad when it was over the end came suddenly after very much raving it came after terrible abuse terrible truths one morning very early the night nurse looked out of the window and saw a little procession making its way out of the gates of the hospital enclosure going towards the cemetery of the village beyond first came the priest carrying a wooden cross that the carpenter had just made he was chanting something in a minor key while the sentry at the gates stood at salute the cortege passed through numbering a dozen soldiers four of whom carried the bier on their shoulders the bier was covered with the glorious tricolore of france she glanced instinctively back towards marius 
it would be just like that when he died then her eyes fell upon a paris newspaper lying on her table there was a column headed nos héros morts aux gens d'honneur la patrie reconnaissante it would be just like that then marius gave a last sudden scream vive la france he shouted vive les sols embusqués oh le kaiser the ward awoke scandalized vive la patrie reconnaissante he shouted oh le kaiser then he died paris nineteen december nineteen fifteen